Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, your ears are about to tickle. You are listening to a podcast with two friends sharing their opinions and their love about things they enjoy. This is the Disaster Party Podcast. Whoa, daddy. Let's get it. Oh, oh, daddy, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let them boys explain. It's free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And that's the Disaster Party Boys telling you, go do it now. Welcome to Disaster Party Podcast. As always, this is Rob sitting you. Oh, oh, daddy, it's your boy Andy Bivians. That's B-I-B-I-A-N-S, the one true old daddy of Bivians, I-N-C. And for those who don't know, this is our weekly news roundup. And we are live on the Instagram. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. What up, Sarah? Yo, yo. If you guys have not listened to our episode, go back to the episode with Sarah and Tyler. And we plugged in all their the fundraising stuff. Go check that episode out if you haven't, because that story was awesome. And let's go help them out. Facts. Facts on facts, facts on facts. Links are everywhere. Click them. Check it out. Listen to the pod. Hear their story. I guarantee you it will change your perception of life. Trust me. Oh, yeah. And have you guys, have has, has everyone listened to our episode from last week? Our episode with Stefano, the owner, the creator, the butcher of the meat wagon? Meat wagon! If you haven't, I think you should go back. And I think you should check it out. Yes. Yes, they should. Yes, they should. All right, Andy. So what's up, man? How's your week been, bro? It's been a solid uh, seven days. Seven days. My week's been uh, it's been pretty good. Pretty good. Nothing really crazy out of the ordinary. Work, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, repeat. Work, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, repeat. Yeah. No, so- too crazy. I was just going to say that uh, for, for if, if anyone thinks that maybe we're just kind of like, oh, just say something. Literally, Andy and I have barely talk about our lives through text messages anymore because we're like, just save it for the podcast. Facts. Something will pop up and then we'll wind up talking about it on the podcast. And then not only do we know, now you guys know. So you guys are brought into our world. Yeah. And then we just have a couple group chats with a couple people. So we kind of share shit in there. But. For that whole, hey, how's what's up? How's your week been? It's normally safe podcast. Pretty much. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. How's your week been? 
Oh man, same thing. You know, um, daycare lady uh, went on vacation. So it's a little bit of a, what would you say? Like a kind of a circus trying to figure out daycare and who's going to watch them, blah, blah, blah. I'm just kind of like tossing them around to all these different people. Just kind of like, hey, watch them for a couple hours. Um, yeah, so that was, that was interesting. Um, I finally finished Loki. So I'm pretty excited to review that with you. Uh, I, yesterday I cut my front bushes. You've seen them. Yeah. Okay. So can I tell you, look at my arms. Do you see there's like stuff on my arms? Like, so you see, like, they can't see it on IG. It looks like a red bumpy rash on Rob's arm. Yeah. That's like bumpy rashes. That's either poison oak or poison ivy. So the reason why I say that is because, ow, and it's fucking itchy, and I'm trying not to itch it. I took those bushes down, like, no joke, they were probably about six foot or taller. Probably. Like, normally I probably keep them around five foot, but I haven't been able to trim them in a while because I was working on the fence and everything. I took them down to, like, so I would say maybe it was, like, seven foot, almost seven, before I cut it. I took, like three to four feet off oh wow like i cut them in half uh that's crazy yeah it took the me the bushes were huge too yeah oh yeah they're like cut in half now and i unfortunately seem to have gotten either poison oak or poison ivy all over me sarah said oh no oh no yeah that kind of sucked but <laughs> Like we have this, like, I forgot what it's called, but it's like some pink stuff that's supposed to dry out your skin so you don't itch it. That might be it, yes. Is that pink? I think so. Yeah, so if that's it. Right, comes in a little little pink bottle. That way it stops like itching and like dries everything out. I think that's it, not 100% sure. Yeah, so that was my uh, adventure. Nice. I did, however, realize this week that Certain things in life keep pushing me closer and closer and closer to taking that jump and that leap of faith. Okay. You remember, it's going all in. And I'm about that close. That close. Life is too short. See, I know what you're talking about. Facts. Facts. The pod might not know what you're talking about. So, but that's okay because there might be people who would get upset if you said what you're talking about on the podcast. That's fair. Hmm. That's fair. See, me and Andy do talk about certain things, not on the podcast. (laughs) That's that's a good point. (laughs) But sometimes you just got to take that leap and say, oh, well. You do you, bro. <laughs> you might be alone when you do it. Yeah, that was a swerve. So, you you know, you might be all by yourself when you do it. Literally. So. Yeah, I'll let that rock there. Okay. Okay. I didn't know where you were going to take it, so I kind of sat back. Nope. I'm, I'm just going to let that rock there. Okay. All right. Let it yourself. Yep. Like, yep. All right. So why don't we jump into... The news. News. And let me tell you something. I'm going to do Bitcoin Rob right now. Bit, 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 bit. We're making you a Bill Nye the Science guy. 
as Bitcoin Rob. I okay. need to see anybody who can do it. We need, we need it. <laughs> okay. All right. But by the time I'm done, I think that you and whoever's listening is going to want to buy more Bitcoin. Ooh, and and a lot more Bitcoin. Ooh, do talk about it. Okay. So here's some news things. Amazon is now preparing to accept Bitcoin on their site. That's huge. 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 That's huge. Huge. That's huge. Again, think about how many customers that they have. And think about if they put Bitcoin on the homepage and say, now accepting Bitcoin. How many people do you think that are going to see that and go, wait, Amazon's accepting Bitcoin. Maybe I should look into it. Bitcoin on Amazon. Hmm. <laughs> I just got a text message. Um, you could, we'll, we'll, we'll respond to that text message maybe after the pod. Um, also, Elon Musk said that he believes that Dogecoin is money. So if you have a little bit of Dogecoin, maybe you want to keep buying some. Or putting, buying a little bit here, a little bit there, putting it in Gemini, earning 7.4%. 7. Can't complain about that. This man does not know what he wants to do with Doge. But he did say that SpaceX, Tesla, and himself all own Bitcoin. And then he said personally he owns Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Dogecoin. But he buries Doge like every other week. No, no, he, he doesn't bury Doge. He loves Doge. He buries Bitcoin. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. All right. Ready? Here's for another thing. All right. Banks are preparing for Bitcoin. They're, they're getting prepared to either accept, trade, or sell Bitcoin at banks. Banks are currently in the works of getting this shit all together. Okay, that's big. That's huge. Banks having Bitcoin is huge just because it'll have access to everybody else, which is awesome. It'll grow the value of it. In my opinion, I don't know about y'all, but I am not paying bank fees to get Bitcoin. No, no, no. But again, it gives the, um, it allows people who are used to and trust their banks. Uh, a way or a stream to buy Bitcoin. That's okay. So here's the last thing. And this last thing, I think this is what gonna this is what is going to make people want to buy more Bitcoin. All right, speak about it. Okay. So I listened to this this podcast and this guy was in economics and he's been doing it for you know 30 plus years. He's been through 2008, bonds, yields, all that other stuff. Like he went into his whole like background. He okay. claims that Bitcoin is going to be $2 million for one coin sooner than later. Here's why. And this right here, this simple explanation makes so much sense to me. So now I'm like, I need to buy more and a lot of it. He said that there is $900 trillion worth of assets. And that includes cash, um, that includes real estate, that includes stocks and bonds, that includes, um, you know, uh, I don't know, collectibles, stuff like that. Basically, $900 million, trillion dollars and all this stuff, like all this, like I can go on and on and on. 
He's saying that if 5%, 5%, that's it, ends up in Bitcoin, 5% is $45 trillion. Okay. Ooh, that's a high price. No, 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 no. He, just $45 trillion going into Bitcoin, which then he said, this is how you get the price. You take $45 trillion, you divide it by 21 million Bitcoin. And it comes out to $2 million for one coin. Now. Yeah, I'll buy Bitcoin if it goes to $2 million. Just I'm, I'm not buying it if it goes to $2 billion. I'm going to sell when it goes to $2 million. But so now think about this, okay? Countries are now putting it on their balance sheet. There's countries that are now accepting it as legal tender. There are states in the United States that are allowing you to pay taxes and allowing you to get paid in Bitcoin. There's people in the federal government that are backing Bitcoin and believe that it's a way to save the economics of the United States and to save all that and, and to help with the inflation. Now you have companies like Amazon. You have about, uh, you got Tesla, you got SpaceX, you got probably about 30 or 40 companies in the Fortune 500 or the S&P 500 yeah. that now either have, hold, or accept Bitcoin. You it's have, be now you have banks that are going to are preparing for it. So that's going to have, that's going to give access to Bitcoin to millions of people, hundreds of millions of people. You have Amazon that is preparing to accept it. So you have billions of people globally who use Amazon who are going to probably at least buy some to try it out. I'm sure of it. Let's just say 5% of a billion people buy $20 of Bitcoin just to try it out on Amazon. It's not a matter of if. <laughs> At this point, it's just a matter of when. A matter of when. And, uh, he, and he said 5%. If it's 10%, 15%. Now that 2 million is four, five, six. That's crazy. So with all of that, for those to think that it could be expensive, could be anything like that. And you know what? It's going up, baby. Remember, Andy, what was the price before we started recording? I think I said it. 34? It was around 35. I think. 35, around 35. Do you know as of right now, which is about 10 minutes, about 10 minutes after I told you that, Bitcoin is now $38,200? Bruh. It just shot up another $3,000. Bruh, you know why? You know why? Because it knew I was going to talk about it? Because it heard the disaster party talking about it. So Bitcoin was like, you know what? Our value just raised. Them boys are talking about it. Bro, anything under 40000 is a steal, especially if it ends up at $2 million or more. Anything under $2 million. Uh, anything, just, no, <laughs> anything, any, anything under 100000 at this point is a steal if the end price is $2 million or more. That's insane. And it just went up another 200 That's insane. Yep. I'm telling you, you guys were talking about it. <sighs> okay. All right, so that's it for Bitcoin Rob.
All right, let's go into video game news. You put here, remake of Dead Space for PC and next-gen consoles. So, I don't know if you guys have played this, but Dead Space, to me, on the 360, was one of the hardest games I've ever played. I always died every time I played it. I tried to use a little saw gimmick to cut the aliens in half. Never worked out in my favor. Um, but I finally beat it and got through it. Apparently, they are remaking it for PC and the new gens, so the graphics are going to be 50 times better than what it was. Uh, the gameplay should be 50 times better than what it was. Um, and for some reason, I have this hard, this, this deep feeling that it's going to be 50 times harder than what it was. Have you ever played uh, Dead Space? I never did, but my roommate used to play it. So I used to be, I used to just kind of watch him play because back then I wasn't really into horror games. Even now, I'm not super into horror games, but I would. I'm always the guy that's like, I'll watch somebody play it, but I don't like that anxiety of playing it. Fair. Yeah. So let me explain how hard it was. I downloaded the demo and couldn't beat the demo for the longest time. I watched Guap play it once, and I was like, oh, all right, that makes sense. Cut off their legs, then you kill them. And then I just winded up doing, uh, I think I think that was the game. Just did two-player co-op and just ran through it. But I could not beat the demo. That's how hard it was. Yeah, it's a hard game. I definitely remember watching them play that. But that's exciting. Uh, and again, I hope they don't do something like they did with um, Resident Evil 2. Because I thought Resident Evil 2 was so good by itself. But then when they added uh, in the new gen game, they added the the guy who follows you around all the time. And I, was, I was not interested. I was like, I was like, listen, Resident Evil 2 was so fun by itself. When you start adding this guy who follows you around the whole game, like I'm not interested. Because then that adds that extra stress level. And I'm not about that. You're like, you gotta keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go. For movie and TV show news, we have a leaked flash set. Uh, photos that I have not seen of Michael Keaton's 89 Batman in a Batcave? The greatest Batmobile that has ever been made. I remember being a kid and owning the toy version of the Batmobile. You press the little back button and the front lit up and then you press another button and it shot a little missile out. That was my favorite Batmobile. Minus, minus I take that back. That was my second favorite Batmobile. The first one was the animated series Batmobile, which will always be a classic. Uh, but yeah, apparently um, there's shots inside the Batcave with a Batmobile inside the Batcave. So is this Flash the TV show or Flash the movie? No, it's Flash the movie. Oh, because Michael Keaton's playing Bruce Wayne slash Batman in the new Flash. Got it. So now when we go back to the Batmobile discussion. Is the animated series Batmobile, is that the one that was thicker, had the little like almost knob in the front, and then when you, you could pull it out and then it becomes his jet plane? Yep. That's the best Batmobile. I yep. had that toy and I played with that shit until it broke. Yep. I wish I kept that because I'm sure that shit would be worth mad money right now. I'm sure I have it somewhere in the garage in one of those boxes, but yeah. That was dope. It yeah. had a little bit of sliding deal at the top. 
Yep. And then it just, and the wings popped out when you pulled it out. Yep. That shit was cool. All right. So this one, I'm not a big fan of this show. I'll go into it if you want. But production of American Horror Story double feature has been shut down due to a COVID scare. So apparently a couple people tested positive on set for double, uh, double feature. And I thought the one they released on Netflix was this year's or this season's um, American Horror Story. That's but a completely I, different show, isn't it? Yeah, I, I heard. Well, so it's a completely different show from what's on TV. But that show starts off in the murder house. So okay. it almost it's almost as if that show is literally starting off where the first one started off. So the like, first season. The first season of American Horror Story was Murder House. Okay. First season of this new Netflix series starts off in Murder House, and it's got like she, uh, the girl finds like the leather suit that they had with the mask, and like starts messing with different things. Um, but yeah, we didn't get an American Horror Story last year for Halloween like we normally do. I heard that um, that Netflix show is supposed to be almost like each episode is supposed to be like. Uh, similar to an existing horror thing oh like one might be american horror story based the next one might be like halloween based and then nightmare on elm street based like that's how i understood that that's kind of cool then i i dig that because i like when they did the um the american horror story with the uh the campfire and it was pretty much like you had a jason Voorhees feel to it and then towards the end, they completely ruined it. Um, There's a game like that, too, that's similar to that. I forgot what it's called. There's a video Dead game. Huh? Dead by Daylight? Yeah. Isn't that like it takes a whole bunch of different horror genres or horror? Like, yeah. And it's, yeah. So it's, I guess it's kind of similar. But I guess now it's the TV show on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, I got to watch the rest of it. I only saw the first episode of it, though. See, those are that's something I have to wait, and uh, I can't watch with Taylor because she doesn't like horror shit. So, there. I have to figure out a time to do that on my own. So, can I express to you why I don't like American Horror Story? Go for it. Okay, I loved the first season. Murder House loved, was the best. I loved it. That first season was fucking great. Great, it was so good. And then the finale happened, and I was done. After all, after all of that, everything that exciting, all the shit that was happening, I was like, this is fucking great. And then the, the ending happened, spoiler, it's like seven seasons ago, is that apparently they all died. And then they're all standing around a Christmas tree pretending to be happy. Yep. And I'm like, they're all and, and I was like, that's stupid. And the ending ruined the whole show for me and after that i was like if this show is going to be like this i'm done and i literally have not watched one single episode since (laughs) so i have a funny story to tell about american horror story which i still laugh and i still make fun of them to this point so i'm sorry guap ton story so for freak show 
right? Okay. You saw American Horror Story Freak Show. I, like, I saw the title, but I haven't seen it. Okay, so it's carnival based. Uh, long story short, you have this uh, like rich guy who tries to buy the carnival and kind of use them all as like his toys and blah blah blah. Well, he goes on in a crazy rage and just starts killing everybody, right? I think if my memory serves me correctly, he either has a revolver or a regular handgun. Okay. Okay. And me and Guap are sitting there and we're watching the finale. Homie lets off like 30 rounds in the first like two minutes, killing everybody. Spoiler, it happened like four years ago. But let's off 30 rounds in like the two like the first two minutes. And Guap's just sitting there like, bro, when is he gonna reload? When is he going to re he doesn't have that many bullets in the gun? And he just pop, 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 pop. He's like, You ran out of bullets like five minutes ago. And it like it goes on for like 10 minutes. He's just murking everybody. He's like, Yo, you ran out of book. This I don't believe this. This isn't real now. It's like, yo, it's just a TV show. He's like, no, he should have reloaded. There's not that mm-hmm. many bullets. If it was a revolver, then yeah, it's like 30 shots. Revolver only holds like what? 10, six? It all depends on the pistol, but it's either six or 12, I believe. So yeah. Oh, I do that shit all the time. If I'm watching a movie, I'm like, okay, one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six. Ah, he could be done here. Okay, okay, okay. Seven, eight, continue, <laughs> continue. I don't believe this anymore. See, and they can even like do it in a long form and then re- like reload at some point and I'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And I won't think about it. But this one, he like, he didn't reload at all through the entire rest of the series finale, or season finale. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's talk about it. sports and wrestling. Words and Russell. The Yankees suck. The Yankees are god awful. They are so bad. They are so bad. They should have won. They should have taken three out of four of the Red Sox, but instead they split. No. No, they only won one out of four. They should have won three out of four, but they only won one out of four, if I believe if I'm correct. And they suck. Because one of the games, they the guy in the ninth inning threw four wild pitches and lost the game in a walk-off. And then today, the Yankees pitcher went into the eighth inning with no hits. He did not give up a hit. Ten strikeouts. Awesome game. He gave up one hit. The manager took him out. The reliever came in, gave up five runs in one inning, and they lost. Why did you just leave him in? I don't know, but they're so bad. And they're saying that there might be uh, buyers at the deadline, but at this point it's like they're so far out of first place that if they're buyers, it's literally going to be for nothing. They might just they might as well just be sellers, sell everything. Yeah. You guys, Yankee fans, what y'all think? Y'all think they're, they're, they're running the season or they suck? They, they suck. I'm a diehard Yankee fan. I'm a diehard Yankee fan. They suck. Hey, at least they're not the Mets. The Mets are doing better than the Yankees. The Mets are in first place. Oh. Yep. I take that back. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, but there's some exciting things about baseball. So you got uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. I think he might be a 50-50 uh, player this year. I'm not even sure if that's ever happened before. Okay. Uh, so what that means is that he hits 50 home runs and has 50 stolen bases. Nice. And I think he's already at 30-30. And you okay. still got the rest of July, the rest of August, September, and early October. So he's got time to make 50-50. And I think he might be the first. Might be the first. And then you have Otani, who has been one of the a really good pitcher, and he's hit 35 home runs already. So he's on pace for like 60-plus home runs. That's crazy. Yeah, unheard of. All right. So this is this this part right here, I think I'm gonna. All right, we're gonna go to this first. Walter versus Dragonoff two announced official. Stop. That's gonna be amazing. Walter versus Dragonoff one was dope. And they're doing it at Takeover. US Takeover. Not they not NXT been- UK. So for y'all who haven't seen Walter vs. Dragunov, they beat the dog shit out of each other. So much so, it was super uncomfortable to watch after a while. Like, mm-hmm. super uncomfortable to watch after a while. What up, Colleen? Super uncomfortable. That so now, up. but the last match they had, um, it was in COVID era, so there was no fans. Because it was NXT UK. They're going to kill each other. And now they're doing it at the US NXT takeover in front of crowds. They're going to kill each other. They're going to kill it. It's a oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. But this is the biggest, possibly biggest wrestling news to date. Okay, spill it. Apparently, apparently, both, apparently it's official that both CM Punk and Daniel Bryan have signed with AEW. I can believe Daniel Bryan might might go to AEW. Apparently it's official. So they walk out on that stage. I don't believe it. Well, of course. I mean, it's it's rumored official. Um, the rumor is CM Punk has been training and he wants to wrestle for um, AEW because apparently he has stated that he, when people are like, oh, if you were to come back, who would you wrestle? And the only people he's naming is AEW talents. Okay. And and apparently there is like legit facts that he's been training. Like it's not hidden that he's been training. Well, he's been training for a while. Like a while, while. And then for Daniel Bryan, we talked about it last week, but apparently um, WWE has removed him from a bunch of things. 
And he said that, uh, I guess, uh, well, he didn't say it, but the biggest thing about what he wanted is that he wanted the freedom to go wrestle in Japan. And, be, and, and he wanted limited dates. So okay. basically he wants a contract, but in the contract, he wants to be able to do whatever he wants. I don't see why not. If, if these are both true, okay? And they're saying that Daniel Bryan, because they're saying it's official, is set to make his AEW um, appearance, his, his arrival, at the New York City show in September. Okay. Not the Jersey show. So it basically goes all out, I think Cincinnati, Jersey, New York. Okay. And apparently that is when he is rumored to make his debut. All I'm, what up, Brian? All I'm saying is if, big if, Punk is actually in AEW, got to be at all in in chicago well yes well uh okay i agree yeah. with you i agree with you but here's the thing here and this is the reason why i don't want the test i'd rather them announce i'd rather him show up a week before and then and then maybe do like a speaking promo at all out so what if okay so so let's play let's, let's play from that but, but do you know why though why is that? So I, I, I would like that because I believe that the main event is going to be Omega versus Adam Page. That would take away from Omega and Adam Page. And that would take away from Omega and Adam Page. And if Adam Page beats Omega, which I think that would, that seemed lo- seemed logical, seems logical, then the discussion of All Out will not be Adam Page finally winning the title after his two-year journey, it would be CM Punk. Okay. So... That's why if they do it a week earlier, like have him appear a week earlier and then say he's just going to do a promo at All Out, like CM Punk speaks, you know, kind of like that shit. So then you got a week before All Out to get people hyped and talking about All Out, and then more people will buy All Out because you know CM Punk's gonna talk, which then will get more eyes on the product, which then the focus could be on the main event. Okay. That's my booker mentality, you know? <laughs> I'm such a, such a booker. Beats Omega. And then Punk's music hits. Punk hits the ring. Page versus Punk. Mm, I would not want Punk to be just shot into the main event like that. Especially he hasn't wrestled in seven and a half years. Fair. But I could see that happen. And that would also take away the win. It would take away the amp of the win oh, because then everyone would be like, Oh, CM Punk showed up after the main event. But who won the main event? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. CM Punk showed up. Fair. 
That's on if they do it a week earlier, then you have a whole week, or even if you do it on the Wednesday, because then uh, all that's normally on Saturday or Sunday, do it on that Wednesday. So then you got fans who are on the fence of buying all out are now going to be talking about CM Punk for Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, and then either it's on Saturday or Sunday. So you got four or five days or three or four days that people are hyped about CM Punk and they're like, okay, now I want to buy this fucking paper. Unless, well, and I don't think this is going to happen, but unless AEW does a WrestleMania type deal, they have all in in Chicago for a pay-per-view. And the first Dynamite is also in Chicago, kind of like a Mania and Raw type deal. I think it is. I think it goes, I think, because you got to think by that point, Rampage is going to be, I think Rampage starts the first week of August on Fridays. So I think it is Wednesday, Chicago, Friday, Chicago, and then the paper. So then if that's the case, then they could leave them to Dynamite and not all out. Not all in. Yeah, which would be sick. Dude, I think that would change wrestling landscape. Well, if both and, if both are true. Both are true. There's a there's a ton of things that have already changed the wrestling landscape. I think it would be bigger than Nash and Hall. WCW because because CM Punk has been known and people still follow his career as one of the best talkers in WWE and people loved him as like the champion like that was people basically he was the closest thing to Stone Cold after Stone Cold in WWE okay I can see that then when the yes movement with Daniel Bryan, then he kind of took over that. And then he kind of became the biggest star as close as you can get to stone cold without being stone cold. Okay. So you take two of the biggest stars of the last 10 years. And I mean, then if you think about it, maybe John Cena, you add in there, which again, John Cena in outside wrestling world. Cool. But CM Punk and Daniel Bryan not only were big in wrestling, but they became bigger stars outside. Because you got to think, CM Punk has a bigger name because of UFC. And, but again, his name got out there more. So now there's UFC fans that know his name. Whether they think he's a good fighter or not, they know his name. But they might have not known his name in WWE. I would have said that Marvel got his name out there more than UFC did. Well, that's then you add that to the UFC because he was writing for Marvel for a while, right? Okay. And then he was doing the Fox show for WWE for a while too. Then you got Daniel Bryan, who is not only one of the top stars in WWE in the last 10 years, he was also on Total Divas, Total Bellas, wrote his own book. He had that big storyline of him coming back from retirement, and that was a big thing. A lot of ESPN covered that. All the other places covered that. So he's a huge name. So you got these two people who could possibly have signed to the same company outside WWE, after WWE, possibly at the same time. I think both of them are bigger than National Hall ever were, especially 
if you take the time frame or the time, the, the year, you gotta think social media is bigger than whatever was around in the Monday Night Wars. Well, that's the only thing that gives them that edge of social media. So, for what they were given, yes, maybe. But if they were both that equal landscape, I still think Hall and Nash were, would be more because Nash was Nash left right after his championship reign. So did CM Punk. Yeah, but CM Punk's been gone for how many years? Seven and a half. Nash was gone for how long? 90 days? Maybe not even. I don't even think they had the 90-day clause at that point. Uh, no, actually, because isn't that close to around the time when Rude was on both? Yeah, yeah. That was around the same time. If not, like, within a week or two. So... I don't know. I mean, it's it, either way, it's huge for AEW. But then also think Daniel Bryan was just in the main event of WrestleMania this year. It was the triple threat. Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan was the triple threat main event. You're right. On night two. two. So now you have a WWE WrestleMania main eventer on top of multi-time champion, on top of everything else I said, I don't know. I think that'd be really cool. Regardless, it's, it's definitely huge. And, and think about these guys, again, not saying anything bad about WDB, but you know that they kind of tone down their, the way they wrestle. They tone it down. It's not as it's not as indie-rific as you would say, and they don't have like they're not allowed to use certain moves. I mean, that's no, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not allowed to do certain things in WWE. That's just, but again, they do it for safety reasons. So it's not saying anything bad about them. But you know, if you've seen Daniel Bryan and CM Punk's matches before WWE, they definitely wrestled a more aggressive, fast-paced. If you want to say indie-rific style before getting to WWE. So now you got that style plus what they've toned, like they've mastered in WWE on top of both of them have become better promos in WWE. And you got these guys that are young, fresh, like, like dude, Daniel Bryan versus Darby Allen. <laughs> dude, CM Punk and MJF in a mic off. That'd be fun. Daniel Bryan versus Daniel Bryan versus like anybody Omega the Bucks as an individual match like Jungle Boy uh, you know what I'm saying like MJF uh, Darby Ethan Page Scorpio Sky like bro I'm more excited about the match quality with Daniel Bryan versus the mic ability with CM Punk I think it's gonna be awesome both ways I. Because there's so many people that they can work with that you wouldn't normally see them work with. Not only just in AEW, but in New Japan and Impact. Because the forbidden door is open, baby. Like, it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. Switchblade versus, or not Switchblade, though. Yeah. Jay White versus uh, CM Punk. Dude, Switchblade, Jay White, yeah. Dude, Okada versus fucking Daniel Bryan. 
That'd be fucking dope. Bruh. Be dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, sign me up. I'm excited. All right. So that's it for our news our news roundup. Uh, the three questions. I mean, we already know one. So, uh, Loki, you haven't watched it yet, but we're going to watch it before we review it. Nope. We still have to set a pod date for the office round two. We do. We do. But I think we settled that we were going to do it just a year. Official? Are we going to do it a year? A from... year a year from when we did the last one. Yeah. Okay, we could do that. Okay, okay. So I will watch The Office and finish The Office so we can review The Office again, a revisit, so to speak, a year to the date of when we had the first Office episode. Which was... December 13th, which is when we released it. So if we go back, so I'm assuming that we, the 13th, so we recorded that. Oh, so we released it that night. Yep. So if we go the 13th, so then we have to do a year. So it has to be on on a recording date. So it'd be December 12th. December 12th. We might have recorded it on the 12th. No, the 12th was a Saturday. Oh, was it Saturday? Mm. Okay. So I'm going to so, put Yeah, yeah. I will watch the rest of The Office. I'll binge it. And we'll review it. We'll revisit it. I'm putting that in right now. And it's official, because now it's actually on the calendar. It's on the calendar. So now I have to do it. Now you have to do it. All right, so, and then we can add Passport. No. No. Bro, can I tell you something? Banks is going to have his before I get mine. Yep, because we went on Thursday. And we, <laughs> and we sent in all the paperwork. We went to the DMV. Yeah. And they did everything there. They took the photo. They took all the paperwork. They took everything. And we sent it in, and now it's just waiting. Now we just wait. Oh, yep. nice. And there was no line. We were in, in five minutes. You went to the DMV, and there was no line? Well, there was no line where the passports are. Because like in where we went, it's like half of it was the DMV, and half of it was the county clerk. Gotcha. And we printed out the papers at home, filled out all the papers. So all we had to do is go there. And they took the photo there, so we don't have to worry about it. Uh, and they just took everything that we had. They took the photo, attached it, went. It took five minutes. Nice. Five minutes it took. Two, three, five. Five minutes. Five minutes. Brian said, finally. Finally, we're revisiting the office. I know, right? It only took me a year. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> All right, so why don't we plug in what's what's going to happen next? Uh, so for those who are listening right now, for those who are on the IG live, we are going to be recording uh, our episode Loki Part Two. So that's going to be uh, reviewing episode four, five, and six. Uh, if you haven't seen Loki, I would say watch it before you listen. There's going to be a, a full spoilers, and holy shit, how Loki is going to affect the rest of the MCU moving forward i'm excited but i already knew that he was gonna 
somehow, some way, this series was going to affect the MCU. Loki's too big of a name and too big of a character not to. Mm-hmm. All right. So the week after that, August 1st, we have your boy. Oh, oh, daddy. It's the one, the only, the most interesting man in professional wrestling. Well, it used to be interesting man in professional wrestling because he has retired. But it's Craig Francis, a.k.a. CJ Doyen, coming on, talking all things of his music, his career, his band, 25 and out. If you guys haven't already, check him out. Check out Bottles by Bedside. I'm going to be asking him a ton of questions on that. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait former tag partner and who knows maybe i'll still try to get it in his ear to come back come back princess all right after that we have august 8th and we decided we're gonna review hbo max's very own space jam the new one with lebron james so we're going to review that on august 8th August 15th, we have El Jefe Marv coming on to talk all things cannabis. Ooh, smoke chiba chiba. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, And then we have August 22nd, our Summer Slam craziness. Again, for those who don't know, I'm having people over for Summer Slam, baby. And we are going to enjoy the time together we're gonna barbecue we're gonna drink we're gonna have a good old time and we are going to record pre mid and post to see how it sounds and it might be a hot mess but we're doing it anyway baby you know i just thought of something it's going to be a hot mess we're gonna get canceled and i think i might go live for that when at what point who knows okay who knows I'm down with it. I'm down with it. I am down. All right, then. I think this is it for the news roundup. Uh, Again, just be prepared for this episode to drop tomorrow and for our Loki episode to drop on Tuesday. For the Disaster Party Podcast, this is Rob Cedeno. Oh, whoa. Daddy, it's your boy, Andy Vivian. IG live. See you later. Pod World, see you later. Bye. Bye.